It's the Tiltcast, episode 549, Michael Transactions. And this week, guys, we talk a lot of Diablo 4 and some news from the Summer's Game Fest. Stay tuned. I'm cosmetically inclined. Did I do it right? I think so. It's your cast. It is, and it is Saturday, June 10th. It's about 80 degrees outside at 4.05 p.m. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I am Rusty. It's an M-Reddit show. With the three of us, you're going to get about, I don't know, who knows about the amount of time of bullshit we're going to do. But some games, some news. Um, I know we've all been playing a game. We'll get to that in a second. Mm. Jason, you've been mowing a jungle next to you? <laughs> mowing? More like hacking it down. Jason Dude, Jason like, sent us pictures. He's like, yeah, I've got yard work to do today. And there's pictures of grass as tall as his wife. It's like, what the hell is going on here? It is. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I yeah, didn't... So, the, so the house next door to us that, you know, they've never, ever finished renovations on and has never had anybody in it. Um, the guy that's been kind of maintaining it um, decided that he wasn't going to mow, like, all May. Um, and that yard, that backyard now is pretty much all like thick, like prickle weed. It's called devil's lettuce, uh, and yeah, Johnson grass, which is like the giant field grass, right? So if you go an entire month without fucking mowing something like that, it starts getting pretty fucking thick and tall, like. No joke, some of those weeds and some of that field grass was as tall as my wife. And my wife's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, I mean, you could have, like, hidden a whole squad of soldiers in that. Yeah, at least. Um, Snake in the grass? Nah. No, it counts as high and, cover in XCOM. Yeah. Oh, true. It does. Um, And since it decided to rain since, like, 3 a.m. this morning... Um, my original plan of Justin coming over this morning and helping me um, knock down and mow what used to be dry weed, <laughs> dry weeds, uh, when it gets wet, it just weed eater bounces right off of it. Mower keep, will literally bind itself up on the stalks because um, it can't break them. It doesn't take very long for those, uh, for the stalks of those weeds to just absorb all the moisture. So uh, I got out there and I started crystal. I think we lost Jason. I think so. All that porn, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I uh, got out there and we started chopping it down best we could. Oh my God. Did he just catch up? Did the internet just fucking catch up to him? I think so. Oh my God. 
Wow. Okay. Hang on. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> As he goes to turn off his porn feed in the other room. That was hilarious. Rusty, wow. you had anything interesting going on? Oh, shit. Um, oh, God. Uh, I fucking hate this uh, question because I'm I'm very literally boring. Um, oh, fuck. Um, well, yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, interns are great. Uh, <laughs> that can gonna, be defined I'm, a lot of different talk... ways. Huh? So that can be defined yeah. a lot of different ways. Well, yeah, yeah. And interns are great. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say if you work in a job that uh that allows you to get some interns, um yeah, they're like little minions. Uh and it's it's just great. Um so at work, I you know, I work in IT. Um when we get an IT minion, uh I'm sorry. Uh, IT intern. Um, <laughs> that literally legitimately came out as minion. Um, Pretty much. Um, we get them to do things that uh, we just don't have time for. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be IT work. Uh, so our IT minion uh, painted the walls. And... Uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, I mean, the walls needed to be painted because they were all st like starting to chip up and whatnot. Um, so, we, you know, we spent the last week going through paint colors, and uh, we found this amazing color uh, to put up on, you know, on the wall called Wizard's Potion. Can you guess what Wizard's Potion looks like? A health potion or a mana potion? I mean, this is you. You, you gotta. You gotta. Uh, you gotta check. You gotta you get it. Be guess, blue or red? At least. It's not blue or red. Well, what kind of potion is that? I don't know, man. But uh, what would you think? Like, just outside of a, you know, just a guess. A wizard's potion, not health or mana potion. Wizard's potion. Uh, orange. You think orange is a wizard's color? Purple? Purple is right. It is super awesome. It's a super great deep purple, like almost a royal purple, but it's just like it's it's just it's it's just a good 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 purple. Now we've got an accent wall that we painted in our IT that uh the IT intern painted in the uh in the room and it's an amazing shade of wizard's potion. I want this color. It's, it's like, it's the best. So, work sucked, but at least I've got uh, a good color on the wall for out of it. Um, and uh, let's see. I don't know, man. The uh, the workout is definitely helping out too. Uh, that's that started with work. You know, I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago that I was doing push-ups at work. Right. Um, we're up to 15 an hour now. It's a lot, uh, a lot of uh, push-ups. It's a lot of push-ups, man. But I'm up, to, you know, with me being up to 15 an hour, so um, 
Uh, I am down seven pounds just just from doing push-ups at work. So that's great. It's it's awesome progress. Is Jason back yet? I don't know. I am back. Okay. What did you have to go do? <laughs> I don't know. Discord's bitrate kept just fucking dropping out. So I uh, turned my computer off, uh, reset my switch that it's plugged into, and start back up. Okay. So that just killed all of your, uh, all, all of your background porn? Got it. Yeah, sure, Rusty. Yeah. Uh, because I watch porn while I'm on Discord with you guys. You never know. I mean, crazier shit has happened in the past. Typically, he was playing Battletech while we would do podcasts. Very that, true. Very true. That's, that's extremely true. And yeah, yeah. I was always playing Final Fantasy XIV while talking, you know, you know, talking to you guys on the podcast too. So I'm not, I'm not innocent when it comes to uh, playing games yeah. on the podcast. Unfortunately, he's sitting there scrolling through his phone, playing I, fucking like Candy Crush on his fucking phone right now. I usually scroll through newsfeed stuff while we talk. Just seeing uh, if there's anything that comes out. Gotcha. But I, I got to do two things at once all the time. Yeah. Or my, that, my brain That comes bored. from being a, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, that just comes from being a freaking guy that has to uh, multitask all the fucking time. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> What's it now? <laughs> anyway, uh, outside of that, man, it's just... It's been pretty crazy up here as far as like weather is concerned. You guys have been getting a lot of fucking rain uh, in uh, in the Oki land uh, in the Great White North. Um, it is very dusty. We have not gotten rain in a long fucking time. We were we were excited when we got like an hour worth of rain. That's you know we we've been fighting fire you know fires like forest fires up here and you guys are like getting deluged you know in the uh uh in the uh in the oki land so you can send some of that rain up here we need it we absolutely need it and pollen is so bad up here that i've washed my car no shit every single day in the last couple of weeks and by the time, uh, by the time I, you know, the end of the day, there is a fucking yellow film over everything. It's just nasty. So a little bit of rain would go a long way. Well, uh, for us, as much as I've been bitching about not getting my pool up, like it's rained so much, I'd have had to shock it like three times at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just wish it stopped raining so that I could, you know enjoy the pool yeah i mean you still haven't been able to actually just level out your backyard to be able to do the pool yeah so well what justin and i discovered after last year's we're gonna have to do a a little bit more to um make sure his pool actually levels and it's not um and doesn't sink because we had a huge issue with the feet stinking steer. Yeah, we, yeah. Me and Jason had this really. Uh, I would not recommend procedure of taking two two and a half ton car jacks, 
chopping a two by four, like an eight foot two by four in half, propping it up on the jack and putting it on either side of the post and lifting up the pool to level it out uh, and then <laughs> sliding shit underneath. And like at any one point, if that slipped, like that would have shot like 50 feet in the air. Uh, there's so much pressure on it, right? Like there's like 30,000 pounds of water back there. And like when you think of like that stupid song you see on like social media reels or whatever, the dumb ways to die thing, like mm-hmm. that would go through my head every single time I'd start doing that. It's like start leaning my head way back because I don't want to just take my head off with a fucking two by four, you know? Um, <laughs> so this year is going to do it right. I do need help because I loaded like 30 paving stones in my car and I need a lot more. If I did straight paving stones, I'd need like 150 of them. And that mm-hmm. was one trip, and it took me like, I don't know, like an hour trip just for that one set, right? Um, and Jason's got a stones? truck, so like we could load sand back there and then maybe some paving stones, and then we'll just level it out with the sand and paving stones instead of digging it out. Um, yeah. Which oh, and probably smarter. I, we'll we'll frame it out. Yeah, and basically I um, realized, Justin, that um, – I had uh, fat-fingered some numbers when we were figuring out the sand. We don't need nearly that much. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. Like, I could... Uh, we could uh, um, buy a... Because uh, um, we realistically only need, like, three inches of sand. So it's like... Um, three cubic yards of sand what we need so six of those bags i mean try it see what happens with six bags yeah anyway yeah but that's way cheaper what yeah well, anyway so to really get his done what we're going to have to do is we're still going to need the paving stones around the perimeter to like set the feet on so basically we've got box in where those were where those would be um, and then we've got to like put gravel, tamp that down and then put sand down and tamp it to keep his pool from sinking. Right. Um, because his yard, when it gets wet, gets super soft. So you've got to distribute all that weight evenly so that it's not just like one leg sinking into the ground. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a lot of work for a fucking pool, man. <laughs> yeah, it is, done but right. it's worth it. And if we set up this pad right, he won't have to redo it all the time. If he keeps mm-hmm. it covered when the pool's not not there, um, like with tarp or something, then um, uh, to keep it from completely washing out, then, I mean, it'll just be a, as simple as just to wreck the pool next year and go. Yeah, it sounds like you're getting to getting close to a concrete pad at that point. Yeah, but you can't do concrete I'm, because if reasons. you do concrete, you gotta do like a foam pad underneath it, it to keep it from tearing the liner. And it doesn't drain, so um, yeah. there's that problem right. too. But anywho, pull stuff aside, I was gonna say I had a couple of things interesting happen. I did a, I went and shot a couple of bands this weekend or last weekend. I had a lot of fun doing that, and then started growing my audience with the uh, photography side gig that I've started. 
And then this week I had a friend of mine come in town from out of town. And uh, she really pushed me feeling old in the way that we went out Wednesday night and drank a little too much. And I had to work. And then we went out Thursday night and did it again. And then almost did it again last night. And I was like, it's 1230. I, I can't go out again right now. <laughs> like when I was getting off the game last night, she just texted me. She's like, hey, you want to go out tonight? She's like, I went out by myself. I'm bored. I was like, it's 1230. She's like, well, you know, you can get here in 20 minutes. I was like, yeah. And then I want to open my tab and close my tab. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, Andrew downtown. It's like, I can't do this again. But, uh, yeah, we've all been basically uh, playing the hell out of Diablo, um, which is the main thing we've been doing. I, I tried to watch the PC game show, um, the indie. Man, I'm just going to say. The indie game show that was out on Thursday, I watched it for two hours and didn't find anything worth a damn. There are There is a market for people that like to have, like, puzzle games, like, really, really overly simple puzzle games. It was a lot of simple puzzle games. A lot of, like, it looked like college project indie-style games, not the type of indies I'm used to playing. Like, super simple, like... Like, here's a game about a brother and a sister who are, like, reliving their best moments as a family by interacting with objects in this room. And I was just like, tear my fucking eyes out. This is not what I come <laughs> to for games. Um, Like, so much precious moments bullshit. Um, Again, there's an audience for that stuff. I get it. It's definitely not the audience that listens to the show for the most part and definitely not the crew that plays games on this show. No. Um, lots of simple, like, puzzle games, like, super simple puzzle games. Nothing caught my eye. Um, and I'm sure there was something in there that probably would have caught my eye, but nothing even remotely cool. Just gonna say. Like, it doesn't have to kill shit to be cool, but not even on that same, like, level at all. It was just all, like, art project bullshit games. Um, uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, I mean. That wasn't on the showcase. Oh, it wasn't? No, it was literally all like, it's the kind of stuff that you see in Steam when you're doing your discovery queue and then your algorithm oh, fucks up and it's nothing no. but like, like Pogmaster 3000. Like it's all like these weird bullshit games <laughs> that, you know, are like under $5. It's like going through like page 255 of the, you know, your phone app store. Like it was, the quality was low. The quality was exceptionally low on the shit they were showcasing. And I guess they're doing these indie devs a favor. Like, these were like, you know, M-tier, like, indie stuff. Like, stuff that's people's first project, possibly. Um, And I know there was, I, like I said, zero. I was not impressed. I wasn't impressed even a little bit. So I'm hoping the PC game show tomorrow um, showcases some stuff that I actually want to play. And doesn't spend three hours going through, you know, people's like they're all like they were all like single and double developer games that were again just the lowest of hanging fruit of game. I I don't even know how to I was so disappointed. I felt like I wasted so much time. And then occasionally I pop up in the chat and I realized that I wasn't the only person that was also disappointed because the entire chat was just like what is this? This isn't even mid. This is like low end. Um, 
everybody's bitching about it. It's like, give us something that we want to play. So right. I feel like I also reflect the sentiment of most people who play video games to de-stress. I don't play, I don't know. Again, I can't. Oh, well then... You didn't watch enough of it and miss some stuff. I mean, I'm looking back at a wrap-up, and New Prince of Persia title was announced. It looks like it might be fun, but it's a little more of a cartoony maybe style you're, graphics. Maybe you're looking at the console indie one, because there was a PC version I was watching that did not have Prince of Persia. It had nothing oh. recognizable. Yeah, probably so, because this is that game's only coming to... Well, no, it's coming to everything, uh, but it's in January. Um, I'm looking at IGN's wrap up for Summer Game Fest. Oh well, it was I was um, watching the PC Gamer one. There's a separate one that gotcha. IGN was doing. It's just no offense, but like two of the people they have on there are a couple of chuds, and I can't watch them. Um, there's a new like like a dragon title coming, uh, November 9th. So, uh, Kazuma makes his return. Um, mm. that looked pretty good. Uh, John Carpenter's, uh, Toxic Commando. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all this stuff's being announced What's tomorrow, announced Jason. Title? Huh? I'm almost positive everything you're talking about is being announced tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. Because uh, it's already in their wrap up, so and they've got full on trailers. Okay, well, um, I I must have caught the three hours. It was total suck because <laughs> I watched it for three hours, and all those things would have at least been like, oh, it's an actual video game. Yeah, I, that's why I don't I don't watch that shit live anymore. <laughs> yeah, it airs. The PC game show airs tomorrow, so it's Saturday, and you'll get this sometime next week. But it airs on June 11th at um, 3 o'clock our time, Jason. And they're yeah. talking about Baldur's Gate, Dune, Frostpunk 2, um, a new game from Clay. Like, stuff that I would be interested in. There, there was a new tra teaser for Path of Exile 2. Well, I guess we'll get to this in news then, Jason. Okay. So, but we've been playing shit out Diablo. Fuck yeah. Well, you guys have been. I got it yesterday. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Jason just started last night. Barely started last night. And we started on fucking early access day. That was uh we could go to, you know, a week ago actually. Wasn't it the second? Yeah. Week and a half now. Yeah. Well, I, that I, was a week. I feel like I've put like 40 hours into that game right now. That's the problem. You can't tell. But, um, yeah, I feel like I put at least 40 hours into the fucking, you know, in, into this game. It's, it's, it, it's surprising. It's surprisingly good, actually. Um, I, I've been a very busy adult, and any mm -hmm. other free time that I've had has been in Diablo. Right. Like, any little bit of free time I have outside of the stuff I need to do or I'm obligated to do has been in Diablo. Like, I still did human things. I went out, and I've still got a level 52 character. Yeah. Um, you went Sorceress, and then I went Necromancer, right? E yes. I started with a, with a rogue, got about six levels into it, and uh, I decided that that was not for me. Um, but 
for in Diablo three, I've I played a sorceress and uh that was my first character there and it just it just happens it seems like every diablo i end up playing a sorcerer or sorceress um you know so i just kept that tradition going uh and well and I, I really haven't been disappointed yeah and we test i've tested out crossplay quite a bit we were so museum from picking up the pixels mm -hmm. um it's a close friend of the show and he was playing on his xbox um, playing a druid, and then I was I rolled a sorceress or a sorcerer because you can change their you know gender or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, rolled that with him through like level twenty and played a fair bit of, with him um, with the uh, with the sorcerer, and then both me and Rusty didn't actually start the story till pretty late <laughs> in our levels, right? Um, because we got the side. There's a lot of side quests, like a lot, a lot, a lot of side quests. So I started, I finished Act 1 out of, I don't know how many acts there are, I think there's six or seven, um, at like level 40. And I was like, I'm going to start mainlining this. Well, mainlining this means that I'm level 52 and still mainlining it and barely doing any side quests so that I was trying to get my mount, which I finally did, um, at like the end of Act 3. Um, and we're both planted on um, Torment level 2. Because we felt like that was the best way to do that. We can't unlock Nightmare till we beat the campaign anyway. But, like, that's a good level of challenge to get started at and really start to figure out mechanics on your characters, too. And, like, you found some weird-ass build for your sorcerers, sorcerer, sorceress. Yes. <laughs> and um, I found a pretty weird-ass build for my necromancer. I, I leveled with minions, and then I'm playing a full sacrifice build and no I'm not playing a bone spear necro either um and Rusty found a stun build for his sorceress yeah Is that right? so it's an Arclash Arclash stun build I started off with a chain lightning build um which is just a standard lightning uh a standard lightning build uh that just used lightning bolts all over the fucking place uh but as things go on that you just don't have sustain with it. Uh, so I was looking for something that had, that was a bit more tanky and, you know, had bigger numbers, you know, so that I could do more single target damage. Well, it's a combination of a, uh, of an Arclash stun build that uses the fireball explosion enchantment. So everything that dies uh, explodes for 50% of the damage that they took. Uh, so it's, you know, it, it could screen clear just with that one enchantment, and it's really freaking, you know, powerful. So when a swarm of bats comes at me or a bunch of spiders comes at me or whatever, and it's like one or two hits to kill those, uh, it just does a chain reaction explosion. It's great. Um, but... It's uh, very mana efficient and it uses uh, uh, Hydra for... Uh, it's basically a melee build uh, for Sorcerer, which is kind of weird. Uh, but it uses Hydra as your ranged. So it's 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 fun. Um, it's very it, two-button, though. Is it bad that I find Lilith oddly hot? Uh, yeah, that you're, you're kind of weird. Um, You'll find is... her oddly not pretty 
fairly soon. Oh, she she can spank me. Uh, okay. Uh, so Lil- Lilith is um. The cinematics are fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yes, the cinematics will, are great. I will say that. Well, they've always uh, really done a good job on the on the cinematics, with the exception of like Diablo One, because I mean, even then, it was still good for that time. <laughs> I mean, I still remember sitting down to the original Diablo, uh, and I remember the Raven picking the eyeball out of the you know out of the corpse, and. The fact that I can still remember that, like fucking twenty plus years later, is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah. The uh, the cinematics uh, are great. Like they do some weird things with forced perspective. So like, you'll be playing the game, and it does in game cutscenes too. And what it'll do is it'll take it from an isometric view to like a third person view behind your character, and like pull the camera down so you can see in front of you or see something it wants you to go to. And it's really cool when it does that. And I would say, Jason, you should unlock your frame rate on cutscenes because it, it's really noticeable when you're playing at a high frame rate and then it cuts to 30 frame rate, 30 FPS to jump into that. But um, if you turn that off, like it plays at whatever your frame rate, you know, whatever your PC can handle. Um, and it looks really neat. It's, it's just a cool thing that I haven't seen. I don't know if I've ever seen any isometric games do that before. Um there's a fair mm-hmm. amount of cutscenes too, like a lot of in-game cutscene, like in-engine cutscenes, but also a lot of like rendered cutscenes, um, in whatever you know cinematic engine they use. But they're at a, you know, they're at the very top of their game with the stuff that they're rendering. It looks excellent. Um, anytime it goes into a pre-rendered cutscene, and it's uh, you don't see that nearly as much anymore. I've I was kind of remarking on that in my head when I was I've been playing the last week or so that you don't see a lot of like cutscenes like that in games anymore because everything's an engine nowadays you know um but it uses it tastefully like it's a really big dramatic moment now we're going to do a cutscene you know um and this is this is coming from a guy that would rather not have a lot of story yeah, the, the story's the, fine. It's it's not right. it's not as like obtrusive as like a Final Fantasy game where it wants to play cutscene for ten minutes. Most of them are like what a couple minutes long, right? Um, but all worth it, it not gets skipping. to the point. It's very to the point. Like you, there is there's no beating around the bush. You're, you know there's you know it's. It's a really it gruesome game too. Like the, some of these cutscenes are almost hard to watch. Um, but, oh yeah, but yeah, the uh, I like the build diversity. Three really had a lack of build diversity um, in that you really couldn't. Kind of had three main paths to go down, and that was about it. This isn't Path of Exile heavy, but like for example, I started off with this vampire build for my necromancer that uses this thing called Hemorrhage, which basically uh, builds up a shield on you every time you cast your basic spell. Basic spell. Um, and then I was using, uh, I can't remember, Corpse Explosion was my other thing that I was mostly using. And a couple of other abilities to help stun shit. And a whole bunch of minions, right? Like all of my stuff buffed my minions damage. And it was a pretty decent build. And then I decided to go the plague route with it and give that a shot, which meant that I cast these huge... 
like lakes of rot and then exploded corpses on them to create additional puddles of rot. And it would stack debuffs on things and just like annihilate stuff. And it's a great build, but it didn't have any, it was hard on boss fights because bosses don't tend to stand still. Um, so it was a little bit inefficient with that kind of stuff. And I didn't generate quite enough corpses. I didn't feel like for boss fights. Like I think I could still use that build now. Um, then I tried a pure sacrifice build. So with the Necro, you can sacrifice your minions and get additional buffs. Um, and I did that with Bone Spear, but it kind of re required me to get things in a corner so that the spear would go through them, then explode, and then shoot back through them. And then that way I could get the most out of that damage. But it's a very two-button build where I'd have to, like, I use this thing called Corpse Tendrils, which would, like, suck enemies into a central location so I could hit all of them at once. Um, it was an okay build. But it wasn't that fun. And then I tried this other weird blood build that I started trying that will um, essentially I use that hemorrhage ability again. But then I use this thing called blood spear that will pass through things and then refract out into other enemies. And then it's got this weird timer thing that like every 15 seconds I get an automatic overpower crit. And we could go into that whole other thing. There's like three different types of crits in this game. But um and then it's got like two or three other abilities that I can use situationally depending on like, oh, I got an AOE, so I need to use this AOE ability. Or I need to escape, now I've got this escape ability. And now I've got an ultimate, which is a blood wave, which is basically a blood tsunami that looks cool as hell, um, to knock shit back and also give me a bunch of blood orbs to make me more powerful. But like this build is like tanky as fuck. Um, there's a lot of these boss fights where you run into issues with... Um, you know, you're having to dodge through a lot of shit. You're having to, like, move around a lot. And because it's a highly mobile build, even though I've sacrificed everything, my guy just doesn't die. Like, I'm sitting here in Discord with Rusty last night, and I'm like, I'm going to go through this fight. I'm getting through this fight, and it's like, I didn't use a health potion. Like, <laughs> the whole fight didn't use a health potion. And it's got some, like, wicked damage on this build, too. So, like, I've tried... That's not even, you know, that's just three or four different options that I tried with this game had very different results in a very different play style. One of those being like a two-button build, one of those being like a weird rotation build that I didn't like real much, a lot. One that's very situational in the way that I played it, and then this one that's got a very diverse cast order for things, but it's after I got used to the ebb and flow of it, now I kind of know, all right, situationally, this is what I do with this situation, this situation, and so these are the types of skills I use. Like, I can use it out in the open, and I can use it against bosses, like it's very flexible build. I really like it. So I don't know, like so far, um, this game's definitely doing it for me. Like yeah. there's it's, a lot of game there. Like we haven't, we've barely scratched the surface of all the optional dungeons, which you use to get additional enchants for your weapons, essentially. Yes. Um, we haven't unlocked nightmare mode, which gives us the option to, uh, get additional surplus and materials to build our gear, gear out further. Um, like so far, like after you get to level 50, you start getting Paragon points, which are essentially like little nodes that you unlock that give you permanent stat unlocks or damage boosts or health boosts or whatever. Um, and you can glyph that shit too um, after you hit Torment. So like there's a lot going on with this game. And we're just playing one character and we're like halfway through the game basically. Like, most of the way through the main story, but there's a lot of game there. Like, so much, so much freaking game. Um, 
It's yeah. So far, it's four and a half out of five. It's the best Diablo. I'm just gonna say that. It is. It is the. It is. Uh, it's. It's a pretty damn good Diablo. It's. A, I would say four out of uh, four and a half out of five is is fair. I I do have a little bit of critique, but I think that you know the critique is you know just nitpicky. Um, what it's, I've it's fair um, though. You know what I noticed. You know from you know from the get go is that if you're looking at it from a uh, from a, like a Path of Exile player uh, who you know looked at the fucking you know stat tree of path of exile and the amount of content path of exile has just piled onto their game over the years and you're coming over to diablo 4 um you're going to see this as a very simple game because uh there isn't a whole lot of like granularity when it comes down to the you know the stats and the points where you're putting things and uh and how the spells work you're going to have basically uh, you know, a basic attack and a core attack, which is your uh, left and right mouse button, and then you've got one through four uh, and a dodge. Uh, the dodge is kind of you know kind of big in Diablo Four, but that's uh, you know that's something for later. The thing is, is you really don't have a whole lot of skills to work with. Uh, it's good and bad. Because your, uh, you know, your average, you know, gamer uh, who kind of dabbles in ARPGs can, you know, can wrap their mind around six buttons, you know, you know, very, fairly easily. It's like, well, it's also designed for console too, right? Like it's designed right. to be able to be mapped to all the buttons on your console, which I think is smart. Like they designed an ARPG that can be played by anybody at any skill level. Um. And to be fair, like, I agree with you on the uh, PoE thing, right? But here's the thing about PoE. A, it doesn't look nearly as good as Diablo, so I'm going to say start with the, the simple. But B, the content feels a lot more grindy. And then oh, yeah. wrapping your head around, it, like, every, this is me every time I start to play Path of Exile. All right, I'm going to play this class. I don't know if I'm going to like this class or not, but I'm going to play it, right? So I get the their version of a necromancer. No, they had a necromancer, right? Mm. Or a witch, I think is the witch is what I would start with. I think, yeah. And then I spend an hour looking through builds to work towards, right? And then I find out like everything's gear dependent. And then I find out that I've got to go down this very specific thing. And then I got to get into the weird like astral map and figure out what part of that I go to. And then half the stuff that you're building towards is just stat dumps until you get to the next node. And then like, reworking all that if you need to look at a sheet and then rework your skill points like you might as well have your tablet out because it's going to be fucking tiny as you work your way through like 180 skill points to figure out what you need to do dude like that's i mean when i played this game when i played path of exile i had a literal other program that was up called path of building that you know, was how I would plan out where I was going to put all my stat points. And it's so it had like a DPS calculator. You know, you could uh, import your fucking character uh, details, all of your uh, items, and it would tell you what to, you know, what you should be looking for for uh, prefixes and affixes and shit like it. It's, it gets 
you have to have a freaking college degree. Like I've said before a couple of times, you have to have a college degree to understand Path of Exile. You don't for, uh, for Diablo. No, Diablo is an arcadey version of Path of Exile, but in being arcadey, it means that more people will play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels good. It feels good. The amount of abilities you have on screen, right? That being six, I have zero issue with six abilities. That's like to have everything tuned around six abilities. All of these builds focused around six abilities, right? And then like Necromancer, if you're playing a minion build, let's say you include your golem and your skeletons. Well, now I'm building around three abilities and one basic ability and my two minions, you know? So like the minion builds are super, super basic, um, which is actually why I got away from the minion build because I wanted more diversity in what I was using. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at is it's tuned around having just a handful of abilities. And I think there's nothing wrong with that because it's a pretty fast-paced game once it really starts to get going. Like, there can be a lot of shit going on on screen and, like, trying to figure out if I need to hit, like, freaking ability nine, right? Like, in the middle of a lot of chaos to me is kind of ridiculous. Um, mm. Yeah, It's a That's very a... mobile ARPG, right? Like, having the dash is kind of like having a... Like, you can have mm-hmm. on your sorcerers teleport, right? I've oh, got yes. an escape ability on my necro that's like blood mist, which you kind of, it's kind of like a vampire turning into bats, except I'm a, a weird fountain of blood moving around. It looks, it looks weird, but I like it. But, mm. uh, you know, like a lot of these, a lot of these uh, different things have an escape ability, and then you hit space bar or A, or A or B, I can't remember on controller, but to dodge. And it, which has a cooldown, so you kind of situationally use that to get around the map to get out of things. And the thing that I like about this is they have like these like staged out boss battles, right? Where you've got to like plan for phases, and it gets more aggressive, and things change on how the strategy is with the boss. And there's a lot going on that you got to pay attention to to try to beat the boss. Like you can't just sit there and nuke something. You can't stand in one spot and just nuke. Like you do have to think about it tactically on how you're going to approach it. Um, you can't, you can only hold so many potions, so you can't like, you know, Diablo 2 have 99 potions, you know, and just potion chug through an entire fight and stand in one place. Um, like, I like the fact that it has limited potions and you have to kind of think about it and use your survival abilities while you're moving around the map trying to take out this boss and take out their ads and take down their weird things that are immobilizing you, etc., right? saving your escapes for the right moment so that you can kind of go back to attacking the boss. And all the bosses take a few, I don't know, like three to five minutes, depending on your build, right? Yeah, it depends on on how how broken you are. Yeah. I can can get through most bosses if I, uh, if, if I can get the right moment. So the, the, the big thing with the you know with the Arclash uh sorceress is um if you can get something stunned, you do a buttload of damage. With bosses, you have to build up a stun bar over time. You know, so anytime that you would normally CC or, you know, immobilize or stun something, you know, in the the, the world, if you do that to a boss, it adds a little bit of stagger to their uh, uh, to their health bar. And once that fills up, they'll be stunned for like five seconds. Well, for uh, for the sorceress build that I've got, 
it's built around doing damage to stunned targets. So when a boss gets stunned, I just unload on it and I can, you know, I can do three quarters of the, uh, the boss's health in one five second stun. It's pretty broken, but yeah, you still have to get to that point in all of the, uh, uh, all of the escapes, uh, the dodging and the teleports, they, they all have a, uh, you need to be able to use those and use them in the right, you know, at the right time. Otherwise, you're just going to get hit in the face with, you know, a lot of damage. Um, and, and like you said before, you can't just sit there and potion chug through everything. And you can do that for about, I don't know, you know, one or two things. But you're supposed to use your potions to kind of like, you know, fix. Oh, I missed that. Uh, I missed that dodge. Now I need to chug a potion so I don't die in the next hit. You know, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, the doing a phased fight or having a uh having a boss that has evolving mechanics throughout uh throughout a fight uh is actually something that's difficult to do in ARPGs um you just you just don't see it you can see that the bosses like add additional attacks but you know there was never really a a, a good way of dodging out of shit in like the previous Diablos um, and you can still kind of do something similar with uh, you know and they do something similar with Path of Exile um, but it's uh, I mean most of that is just like rotate in you know clockwise or rotate counterclockwise or uh, there was uh, one boss battle that I remember in Path of Exile that's basically like walk through a fucking maze to get back to the boss. It's <laughs> like, uh, okay, you know, that's one way of doing it, I suppose. But, um, you know, the way that these these boss battles, you know, worked, even those that some of those uh, those bosses are basically reused assets, uh, which is kind of disappointing. Um the unique boss battles, like the big story boss battles, those, uh, you know, those all have unique mechanics and those are fresh. It's the, uh, it's the side dungeons that you see, uh, some of the reused boss mechanics, which to me isn't that big of a deal. Like you're going through those, those things maybe once or twice, you know, once ever, um, once you have it unlocked, you don't necessarily need to do that again. Um, and of course, I don't know what the end game really looks like because I'm not there yet. But you know, we'll we'll see. Um, but yes, you know, so far, I've enjoyed every boss battle that I've you know you know that I've seen. And of course, you know, your builds may vary. Like they were fucking eight minute slogs when I was running the chain lightning build. And they're much, much shorter now in the Arclash build. Uh, and, you know, it's, you know, I, I heard barbarians are having a, uh, a fun fucking time right now. And there's a, a road build out there, like a Twisted Blades road build or something like that. That's pretty fucking crazy. So there's viable builds for all of the different classes. And that's, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of key. And I think what Blizzard is trying to do is... Uh, they're trying to level the playing field as far as the build diversity so that there isn't just like 
one just one good build for each class um or yeah for each class so you want to be able to try something else you're going to still be able to complete content you know it may not be as fast as some other things but you'll still be able to complete content it's not going to be completely broken whereas if you hit the wrong node in path of exile you're fucked you're gonna to have to respect uh you know because yeah <laughs> you know one one thing in path of exile could change change how a uh how a class actually you know works fundamentally works like there's some some big nodes that change things so that you are you go from being a shield build to being like one or you're going from a health build to being at one hit point all the time and having shields uh it's it changes how shit works there um i haven't seen a whole lot of uh a lot of like paradigm shifting fucking you know things in uh diablo 4 yet uh they all look pretty straightforward if you think about it for a second you understand how to play the class and i think that that speaks to its approachability yeah for all the things that may not be perfect about the game like it's been one of the first games i've played in a while that i've been really really digging into right yeah well it's a triple a game that came out and it didn't have anything like super wrong with it <laughs> right and um, it plays well um i've had a lot of fun I, i've had a lot of fun finding something that my group of really nerdy friends wants to play mm-hmm. um and even if we're not actively playing together all the time which i think once we get to nightmare difficulty there's some stuff that will be better if we group together um you know we haven't gotten through to even the next stage of the game like we're in the kind of the middle point of the game right now like there's so many still there's so many dungeons to clear so many different things to do like it's just got a lot of content um and the moment to moment killing of shit is really satisfying and that's if there's going to be grind which obviously there is in this game right um it needs to be fun grind right um and i think it gets a lot of these things right. And there's just so much game there. Like we've needed something like this for months. Mm-hmm. Um, something of this kind of meat and then something you can play with people too. But like it, I was really put off initially of seeing other people in my game. And then I quickly got over it as I realized the game is tuned in a way that'll let you single player through everything you want. Um, it's just some things might be better with friends, but it does difficulty scale for whoever's with you. So they're fighting stuff at their level. And some people might bitch about that, but I think it keeps the challenge fun so that you're just not completely steamrolling shit, you know? Right. And they did, like they I have... went in and I, I helped uh, uh, you amuse him, uh, you know, go through a boss battle you were having trouble with. Uh, and my character was what, like 20 levels above where you guys were at? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, like I didn't go in there and just like one shot the boss. Uh, in fact, the boss was uh, level skilled to be like I think two levels below me, so it was just I mean it was easier to hit, uh, and I was doing a lot of damage to it. But it wasn't like it wasn't a one shot kill, you know. And you see that a lot in like 
Well, I think you know, it added exile and shit like that. Extra ads and stuff like that while we we're doing it, you know. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I basically just stood on the boss and fucking, you know, just was beating the crap out of it while you guys were taking care of the ads, and that was that was the key. That was you know, you just needed an extra body in there, just you know, keeping somebody, you know, keeping it busy, you know, so that, uh, you know, and my build at that time was kind of tanky, so I was able to actually like you know tank the hits and and shit. So it was kind of nice. Yeah, and then, Jason, you literally just rolled into it, but you started playing Rogue, right? I did. I'm already at level 10. How are you liking nice. it so far? I like it. It fucking deals a lot of fucking damage on low-level mobs. Um, Still got to progress, like, some of the... um. Uh, like single distance shots to be able to deal some more um, uh, damage. Damage. Bosses. bosses. Damage to more bosses, but <laughs> words. Otherwise, it's. I really like it. I actually kind of flipped a coin between that and Druid. Um, I don't know that I made a wrong choice. Yeah, I've got uh, a, I've got like a level one druid that I rolled just to see, and he's he's got a lot of back hair. Um, he's got a carpet. He does have a carpet, carpet back. So I've been thinking about rolling druid just to give it a shot, but I've also thought about barbarian too. I just I want to get to the point with my necro that he's like me and Rusty can play the end game, and then I can roll an alt and start rolling through stuff. Um. But yeah, like the game is fun. Um, if you're looking for an ARPG and you don't need something as complex as Path of Exile, the game is fun. Um, yeah, there is some, you know, some bullshit in the game that looks like it's all cosmetic. I think there might be level boosts later, which I will actively protest that too. I don't think there is going to be. Um, it, honestly, I think that they're not going to do the level boost because of how things are structured so from what i understood is as you go through the game uh you know on one character once you complete the story on you know on there uh your secondary characters they can pick up basically anywhere and it you know in a little little level scale so if you like a particular other area you can start there um you know so there's I don't think there's going to be a need to actually do like a boost or anything like that, or where they're going to sell power. Um, the cosmetics that are currently in the, you know, uh, in the shop for like real money or the, you know, the premium currency fucking platinum or whatever the shit it is. Um, it's, it's not things that you need. There's a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of room for, um, the cosmetics and like special emotes and shit like that like what destiny 2's done and what fucking path of exiles done and shit like that well destiny would sell like the color red well yes that <laughs> destiny would sell the color red or you know most of the time you would see you know uh, special emotes yeah. as the holographic emotes for fucking destiny is it, it was the biggest thing for them um but the uh 
you know, for Path of Exile, it was armor sets uh, and, you know, uh, cosmetic armor sets. And I can see where Diablo, just from like the, uh, uh, just from like the transmogging from, uh, from World of Warcraft, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of draw for that, that kind of microtransaction. I think you single yourself out as somebody who did Michael, Michael, Michael transactions. Yes. <laughs> microtransactions. Just by doing that, as soon as you do that, people are like, oh, he spent money for that. It's just a transmog. Right. And there's a lot of different variants on all the armor um, and a lot of like custom variants for a lot of the epic loot. Um, so I think to me, like just kind of mixing and matching my transmogs, like the gear looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the gear looks, you know, gear looks nice. Uh, the, um, I don't know, the... I played Path of Exile and you know for a good good portion of time and because that game was free to play there was there was another uh another thing that I was like okay I am technically whenever I sit down to fucking play a game and it has microtransactions I'm in danger um there's definitely a I'm in danger fucking meme going on in my head every single time I see microtransactions cuz that that's a thing for me. Um, I played Path of Exile. I spent money on it. I didn't spend Warframe money on it, but I spent some money on it. And I don't really feel the need to do that for Diablo. Um, a the Diablo microtransactions are fucking stupid expensive in comparison. Uh, like one full armor set with an emote is like twenty five bucks. Or more, and I think they need to uh, they need to adjust or tune the uh, the microtransaction, you know, amounts for those things, or be able to piecemeal some of the uh, uh, some of the sets out, uh, so that it's a little bit more affordable. Otherwise, they're not going to sell any microtransactions. It's just like only for whales, and even the whales are thinking that's eh, not worth biting. Um, I'm a little bit of yeah, a whale sometimes, and I'm just like, nah. I don't, I don't feel the need for it. Of course, this it's early. There's not, there wasn't a whole lot of like microtransactions for uh, fucking uh, ESO when fucking ESO first came out. Uh, but man, did it start fucking exploding after that fucking game came out? So uh, just give the, you know, give Blizzard some time. You know, it is. Activision Blizzard, they will fucking, you know, throw microtransactions at you. And I'm, you know, it would not surprise me at all. They just need to get through their initial launch month, I think, is, you know, you know, they need to wait until after all of the uh, the reviews are out. They put enough in the shop to kind of get feedback from it. Uh, they're not, you know, what's in the shop right now isn't isn't necessarily they're not making money off of it. They're not, you know, they're, that's that's the initial offering. They needed to put something in there so that the shop windows were full. And that's about it. I think that if there's going to be anything like what you're fearing as far as like buying power or, or buying level boosts or whatnot, that's not going to be for another month or two. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think that the game is built in such a way that you won't need to. So, right on. 
Well, you can tell that we'll have more to say about this later as we get further in on our levels. Um, universally, it's rating pretty high from the high 80s to low 90s amongst a lot of people, and I think that's pretty well deserved. Yeah. I think the stuff Rusty's saying about it not being as deep as PoE is definitely a, a fair gripe. It just depends on what you go to your ARPGs for. And I know there's a lot of people that really like PoE. Don't get me wrong. I always had, I always felt like I was hitting this stupid difficulty level curve that I didn't want to participate in. And also the art in PoE is kind of drab. So... It, it is. Uh, there is something to be said about uh, with Diablo 4. The game is beautiful. There's a lot of a uh, lot of smaller details. Like you can sit there and look at a screen, you know, just a overworld screen, and you can start to see little details. Like there's fucking a, a half buried piece of armor, like a chest plate, you know, you know, in a little corner over here that you don't necessarily like see unless you really look uh but the detail is there like there's uh there's at least one uh dungeon that's like all entrails and fucking spider legs and shit and it's just very very fucking creepy uh i've liked you know, i've liked the art style in this over the 1 and 3 like 3 felt like cartoon land it was. It was fairly cartoony. This is. Uh, this has a, a. It's got a decent color palette. It's not washed out, um, but it adds extra bits of you know bits of color. It's still it's dark, but not too dark. Uh, it's. I think it does it right, and uh, I think a lot of it has to do with how. Uh, the lighting is is done in the game. I mean, when you bump into a, a lantern and you can see the the shadow that's cast by the bottom of the lantern, you know, on the floor as the light moves back and forth, that's kind of neat. Uh, I mean, it's a small detail, but it, it it impacts the environment, makes the environment feel, you know, it feels better. It looks better. So I uh, did a pretty good job on all that. Very good job, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, wow. and on top of all of that, like it's launched with millions and millions of players. Like Blizzard hasn't released an actual number of sales numbers, but they're saying it's their fastest selling game to date. Um, And the worst thing that we've seen so far has been about an hour and a half the other day where it just would not launch. But other than that, like it's still like going extremely strong. Like it's usually pretty quick to get in despite the fact that it's their top selling game or their fastest selling game, right? Like we're still able to get in usually in under a minute, which is saying something because I do remember server spikes playing World of Warcraft when an expansion had just released or, you know, like going from vanilla to... Um, you know, Burning Crusade, like, was a multi-hour affair. Same thing with, like, Wrath, and that was when I quit playing. Like, they launched Wrath, felt like multiple hours before I was able to get in for the first time in, like, two or three days of really, like, you just wouldn't log out because you knew that if you did, it was going to take you hours to get back in. 
Yeah. And we haven't um, run into that except for the other day when it was saying it was like 27 hours to log in. And then they rebooted was, the servers and it let us in. Yeah, it was – that was a uh, – they've had a few authentication server issues. Uh, they did have that login queue issue, which was basically just one day. Um, I hadn't noticed it any uh, any other issues uh, as far as getting into the game. There wasn't um, I haven't run into any crashes, uh, you know, personally. Uh, and I did see a few instances where it kind of, you know, the the frame rate kind of chunked a couple times, but that was mainly on player loads. And I think that might just be, you know, that might be due to the fact that I have crossplay still turned on. Um, you can turn crossplay off, and it might be just the communication between, you know, all of the different players, and sh you know, like pulling the player model. Um, that could be. It could be a number of different things. I don't think it was, you know, a graphical issue. Uh, I have mine turned all the way up to freaking beautiful as well. So it's, you know, you know, I, I have a card to deal with that. But, you know, I, I don't feel the need to turn DLSS on. I really don't need to do much. I think you ran into an issue with frame generation initially. Yeah, like it seemed like it would do this random light thing where the lights would blink. <laughs> like in the game, oh. and I turned off frame generation, and uh, yeah, I haven't had that issue since. So, I'm actually I mean, running it now. Again, I've got a whale card, right? Like I got a forty ninety, but I uh, I turned off frame generation. I've got it on four K. I set the frame rate at one hundred and forty four fps because I didn't want it running faster than that. Um, and not having any issues. The worst issue I have is if I alt tab for a long time, like it idles at like eight FPS in the background. And then it takes it like 30 seconds to realize that I'm tabbed back in and then everything starts working again. But aside from that, like pretty much runs pretty flawlessly without any kind of hiccups. HDR looks really good in it too. Yeah, I bet. Holy shit. That would be awesome. Um, I don't have an HDR monitor, so I can't turn that on. But um, yeah, it's 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 great, guys. If you're thinking about it, it's worth picking up. Uh, you know, one of the few uh, AAA titles that came out that you know hasn't really fallen on its face, technical, you know, technologically. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's worth. You know, give it a try if you like ARPGs for sure. Um, yeah. It's it's refreshing to see a release that hasn't had a fucking buttload of issues. Like, you know, to be honest, there's, it's, it's got, it, it had a couple balance, you know, updates, but nothing, you know, nothing huge. Uh, the game isn't fucking broken. Um, and anytime you have a massive online game release, you're going to run into some server issues as you, you know, as that shit, you know, gets worked out. So, you know, even the, you know, the day or two that we've run into, you know, some of the problems, I, I almost expected that. I was like, okay, that's, that's just going to be a thing. You know, DDoS happens, you know, uh, 
you know, idiots be idiots, right? But I haven't, you know, I've had nothing but fun playing this fucking game so far. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say now that it's released, <laughs> standard edition's all you need. <laughs> the cosmetics that you get for the uh, for the digital deluxe or whatever, it isn't worth it. Just fucking just get standard edition, you'll be fine. Yeah, I got the one that was more expensive just because I wanted to play early. I got the whale edition too, just because I wanted to play early. But now that it's fully fully released, you don't have to worry about it. So, with that, you want to go ahead and take a break? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right. All right, y'all. We'll be back. back woo 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 i'm i'm creating my hairy boy right now uh the the, is, the fem- is the female version also hairy uh i don't know let me find out <laughs> i doubt it somehow but maybe uh can you have a beard lady uh let's see facial hair oh no it's just big eyebrows Oh. <laughs> you have a very, very bushy eyebrowed lady. Yes, very bushy eyebrowed lady. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no back hair though. That's okay though. I mean, <laughs> anyways, um, we were kind of talking earlier. I think most of our announcements are going to happen tomorrow, so we're a little bit announcement light. Um, through the course of researching news, I noticed that there were some things that were probably released at the very beginning of that PC game show that I completely missed because I got into it late and then watched the, the craptastic last part of it. Um, we've got Remnant 2 um, that was announced that is going to mm-hmm. be coming out in July, tail end of July. I can't remember the exact date, um, but I know I'm very interested in that. I really, Me and Rusty played a shitload of Remnant when it was out. Um, probably about a year after it released, we finally got into it. And then me and you just like devoured that game over about a month or two. Yeah, it was great. Like Um, it's souls like with guns and somehow it worked. Yeah. it looks like it's a lot more of that. Um, I, I've heard they've improved some of the range combat too, which ought to be interesting. Cause I felt like you only had like what, like nine shots or something with your gun before. It depended on the gun, honestly. Um, but yeah, the 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 guns. There was only a few, you know, actual good guns. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's a thing. Yeah, it's, I'm completely exaggerating. What nine shots? Because I remember having it. It felt like it was good for one or two good engagements, and that was about it. Um, until you had to find ammo for it and reload, and I can't remember how the ammo system worked. But, you had to you know, pick it up off the ground. It was it was very limited. Like the the secondary you know ammo was you know was limited. So we were and it was not shared ammo. So we you know we had to figure out whether or not you needed the ammo versus I needed the ammo stuff like that. Yeah, it was 
I don't know, man. It if it's more and it's uh, and it's better looking, uh, I think they've learned a bit from the original. Uh, so, yeah, it it was it felt a little clunky at first. Um, gameplay was solid though. Like the uh, the bosses were some of the bosses were bullshit. But <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean the 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 game if if they can improve on it, it'd be worth playing. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, something that wasn't announced during it though that was kind of interesting that I found is uh does anybody here remember Shadows of the Damned? Uh yes. so that game's been out a while. In fact, it came out before we started doing this podcast. I remember getting it with my PS3 a long time ago and beating the hell out of it. Um, I think on a recommendation from Usum. Um, that's getting a remaster, and apparently Lollipop Chainsaw is also getting a remaster by Suda51, which is weird, but I like both of those games. It's some of the best stuff that Suda51's done. So not really against it because it's kind of hard to play them now in 2023 without a PS3. In fact, I still have an original copy of uh, Shadow of the Dam sitting on my shelf in the other room, so... I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I don't know when it comes out, but I'm not going to be playing it anytime soon. But I would play it again, for sure. I wasn't um, the biggest fan of Lollipop Chainsaw. Uh, Chainsaw but I like again. it. Yeah. Like, like uh, Alan Wake 2, I think, was announced prior to the Game Fest. But Alan Wake 2 is coming out in October. Um, that looks pretty solid. Looks like you're... Uh, I guess he didn't write himself out of the script. I, I don't know how they're reconnecting it all because it wasn't really written for a sequel to begin with. So it'll be interesting to see how they write him back into the script or how that ends up working out. Um, but that's coming out. And then you had uh, Mortal Kombat 1, right? They rebooted the reboot, they rebooted it, rebooted it again. Um, looks pretty glorious. Not going to lie, that comes out in a couple of months. I know some people have actually already pre-ordered that. Mm -hmm. And then a really weird game. Jason, you were talking about uh, Toxic Commando. Yep. Um, it's a co-op shooter. It is. And it looks like it's... I don't know, it almost looks inspired by Toxic Avenger. Like the old fucking movies. Well, I it think it's, it's cool. called John Carpenter's... Toxic Commando, so it wouldn't Carpenter Toxic Avenger? Didn't he write that? Yeah. Yep. So He sure did. Very much inspired by that. I don't know what to expect, but it looks interesting. I'll definitely look at it before decide if that's something I want to play. Um, What were some of the things? There's that also uh, a new Prince of Persia. Yeah, so you mentioned so that earlier. Out January next year. Um, I mentioned that earlier. Um, of course, I gave uh, another look into the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, that looks excellent. Um, I think the to the Toxic Commando was probably the most interesting thing I saw that we haven't already seen something from, you know. Yeah. Um, and I know there was, uh, if you're a Persona fan... There's a Persona 3 remake that's being released. 
It's called Persona 3 Reload. Um, they changed up the art style a little bit. Um, it looks like it's a little bit more cartoony. Well, I guess it was already cartoony to begin with. But um, it just looks really, really saturated. I don't know. Well, I haven't played it. I know that I've got a lot of friends that love Persona and have told me multiple times I need to give it a shot. I just need a weekend where I can spend several hours getting through the first few cutscenes to get to the actual gameplay of that since it's a turn-based RPG. Um, but yeah, that's a thing that's being released sometime soon. The uh, Honestly, like like I said, the, the amount of stuff that's been announced so far has been pretty light because it was just one day. The Starfield announcement comes tomorrow. I know like Starfield has a uh, $300 vert a collector's edition that's being released. <laughs> um, I'm not in the same space I was many, many years ago. I'm not going to be spending $300 in Starfield, um, especially since Bethesda hasn't had the best track record the last well, since 2016. <laughs> so I'm going to wait and play it on Game Pass and decide if I like it or not and decide if getting an edition that I don't need Game Pass for, well, to mod it, right? I'll end up getting it on like a Steam sale or something later on. But it's going to be on Game Pass day one anyway, so why not just play it on Game Pass? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm looking... Or so called the Constellation what's in edition. the collector's edition. <laughs> it was on a leak, so I don't know if anybody knows for sure what's in there. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there'll be a standard edition for seventy bucks. Oh, eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. God damn it. it means I'm be playing it on Game Pass. The premium edition at. $115 and the Constellation Edition at 300 Well, hopefully they do better than the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, right? Right. Um, <laughs> with that with with that helmet in that bag. <laughs> oh, boy. I bet uh, when it comes out, we can ask Trent because I bet he gets that edition so that he can have a yet another thing to put in his office. I mean... I kind of wish at some point, like, in the distant future, I'll do a tour of, like, everybody else's nerd setup. But Trent has the most collectibles out of everybody amongst all the shows that we know, like, hands down. Of course. Um, I used dude, to be that Dude guy. has a full-size gozer above his mantelpiece. <laughs> full-size gozer, like, mounted like a moose head above his, uh, on his fireplace. That's amazing. And his walls are like top to bottom paintings and memorabilia and shit like that all through his house. And then his office is like over overstuffed. He's even got shit in his garage that's hung up. Like dude is a collectible dude. Um, I tend to hang up pictures of stuff. But nothing I tend to hang up on. nothing. Yeah. But what else did you find, Jason? Because there wasn't a lot of other things that I was, like, super interested in. And I'm just going off of what I'm interested in. There may be stuff that you saw that was more interesting that I just completely skipped over because it didn't click in my brain. There's not really a, Other than the new Yakuza, Yakuza announcement, um, which I guess they're 
not even attaching the Yakuza name to now. It's just like a dragon. Um, oh, it's going to be another turn-based RPG Yakuza? Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I liked Like a Dragon. Yep. Uh, and back with the same protagonist from the last game. Yeah, that's a uh, so goofy just game. even more hilarity. Yeah, I, the other games take themselves fairly seriously. That one doesn't at all. Um, I really like Like a Dragon. Um, would play at any point if I didn't have Diablo to play. Right. So I, I guess we'll see more of Baldur's Gate here tomorrow too. But it's like I've already played Baldur's Gate three know that it's something I want, and know that it comes out the same weekend as freaking Starfield, which is fucking sad. Oh, well. We'll just have some you know, some game to play. That's 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 a problem. That's a good problem to have, is, you know, more game to play. It's been in early access for, like, two and a half years, so, like... Yeah, I've I got haven't really sh- touched it. got family sharing with one of my best friends, and then I used his family sharing to try it out for a weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, totally going to get that. And honestly, yeah. we do a lot of that of like, oh, well, we'll try this out, see if it's something you like. Because the thing with family sharing is you can't both can't be online and play each other's games at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good mechanism, I think, for because he's on a different time zone than I am, for us to just be like, try something out, put it down, and then, you know, play, you know, pick up the game if we decide we like it. Like Gunfire Reborn, that's how I discovered that game. I was planted on his account and I was like I really like this game and I bet it's fun with friends and I found it on a Steam sale for like $12 and picked it up and we have I've put a decent amount of time into that nice but I truly don't think there's a lot of news I I guess we'll probably see Shadow of the Earth Tree tomorrow which I'm kind of kind of very interested in and Armored Core 6 right yeah um, so I'm kind of thinking that that's that and then seeing more of what Starfield is is kind of what I'm looking at tomorrow. I don't know if I want to get uh, jump back into Elden Ring, though. That's another thing. Like, even if they put out a DLC, do I really want to fuck around with that? If they put in a it's, DLC, it'll be like a 40-hour DLC. And, and, that, and that might be fine, but I don't know. It's like, you know, Elden Ring is a great game. I I I thoroughly enjoyed my uh, my time through it, but it's also like I've got a little bit of Elden Ring PTSD. I I it's just I don't know if I want my shit pushed in that much <laughs> again. <laughs> so well, I don't I don't, I don't know. think it's going to be coming out in two, the next couple of months. So like Remnant from the Remnant Two is coming out July twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. So. And then we've got Lights of P. I mean, you actually get the demo right now. I didn't know that, but that comes out September 19th. Okay. And then Alan Wake 2 is October 17th. Um, Space Marines 2 is set for this winter. And then if you really like Sonic, Sonic Superstars has got a 2D game coming out um, sometime this fall. Which I actually might be all right with that. But I think, like I said, I think the big, the big news is all going to be tomorrow. So 
I don't have yeah. anything else. Jason, did you? Nope. I saw Not really anything else going on. I saw one last thing. You know, uh, I, I wish it wasn't. You know, it was it was better news, but uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Remember, remember that game? It keeps getting uh, shuffled around. Yeah. Well, um, because it's been shuffled around so long, uh, Paradox is offering it or is proactively refunding all pre-orders for the physical product, including the collector's edition of the game. All the digital deluxe uh, digital versions, uh, those can be refunded if they if uh, if you want. Uh, you would need, if you want to get a refund for those, you have to go to their website and submit a request uh, for it. But I mean, it just caught my eye because the collector's edition for people like Trent, you know, that's kind of a big thing. Uh, and if it's being proactively refunded, that means that you have a whole other fight trying to get it as soon as uh, as soon as it becomes available again. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was tentatively. Uh, interested in bloodlines because we used to play uh we used to play vampire back in the day um you know on the tabletop it was a you know white wolf game so i was hoping maybe that would you know that it would come out but that's that's the last news that i saw that was you know that caught my eye now if you want something really hilarious to walk uh look up a game on devolver digital called baby steps it's a Bennett Foddy game, and it is literally you manually controlling somebody to walk. And it's a, in a physics engine, and it's a whole lot of, like, it really looks like somebody who's never walked before trying to learn how to walk. Oh, God. Um, I'm, 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 watching, I'm watching it now. It is, uh, looks pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> wouldn't pay $60 for it. If it's 10 bucks, maybe. You know, it's only going to be like probably, I don't know, maybe 15 bucks, 20 bucks. Yeah. But with that, Jason, where can you find us so we can play Diablo? Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash real tiltcast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. We've got Cabbage, KBG. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got For the Love of Gaming, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They play ARPGs. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.